What has candles and usually accompanies a cake? That's right, birthdays. The Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network is celebrating 10 years. What does that mean for you? It means we have a track record of being the number one homeschool podcast network with 10 years of bringing you fabulous homeschool podcasts all in one place. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and I'm the founder of Media Angels and this Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. When I started in 2013, I had no idea how big we'd grow. I asked a handful of my friends if they'd join me on the network, and many are still here with me today. We've been consistent for 10 years, and we are a hardworking bunch of homeschool parents who are also podcasters. And we really care. We care about you. We're here for you as you navigate homeschooling. And we're here for you 24-7 on every podcast platform. And we're always free. You are extremely important, and we want you to enjoy this birthday celebration. For our 10th year, we're giving away some fabulous prizes. The best way to stay current with all the information we provide is to subscribe. How do you do that? Glad you asked. The ultimate homeschoolpodcastnetwork.com is where you go and look for the subscribe box. You will receive up-to-date information coming to your inbox once a week, and you'll never miss another freebie again. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast, Vintage Homeschool Moms, and the other podcasts from extraordinary, hand-picked homeschool podcasters, just like the one you're going to listen to right now. Thanks for making our 10th year special. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Did you enjoy your week off? Fine week off because I was sick and we've been packing. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. like vacation week off. It was like a, oh, wow, we didn't get the podcast out week off. But if you're listening at any other time, you don't even know this happened. Right. So let's get into that. This is Fletch. And this is Kendra. Welcome to episode 126 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, Affording College, where we interview Jean Burke. Yeah. But uh, before we get there, yeah, we had a week off because we had a sugar high from Halloween. We did? And then we had a national election. So oh my if, if we're anchoring yeah. this in time, okay. uh, this is the 2016 uh, presidential <laughs> election where uh, Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton. This is the week where everybody just wanted to get off of Facebook. Right. So we decided to get out of the podcasting. No, it just it was just a crazy Not related, week. related, yeah. And we had to uh, take a break. But if you're listening to this, like Kendra said, in the archives... 
this is just the next show you listen to. Hey, so. it's the next episode. <laughs> here we are. So um, I am sitting here enjoying um, a nice cup of Caroline's Coffee from our sponsor, carolinescoffee.com. You like that plug? I love that plug. Uh, but further plug, we just have got to remind listeners as we're heading into the holiday season that if you use our code, H-I-R-L, you get 10% off of Caroline's Coffee. So what is your favorite recommendation right now, Fletch, because we keep getting emails. Yeah, we do. So uh, get an Ethiopian or a Guatemalan. That's it. Okay. Very plain and simple. Go to carolinescoffee.com. But I'm drinking it in my Paris mug. This is a, oh, a so cup nostalgic. that, that uh, uh, Abby bought for me, our daughter, when she was uh, traveling in Paris. But yep. this is the one-year anniversary of the Paris attacks. That's right. And I saw that today. I don't want to just start on a downer, but we have a bigger downer that this mm-hmm. is our local community. We had a local... Uh, county sheriff that was executed um by just this scum of the earth kind of they literally this literally this happened what six hours ago yeah just and they literally just caught the guy yeah so we were yeah the church is recording this on a sunday morning or sunday afternoon and we're in church and the news came out but i mean i can't explain what how small of a town we live in Mm -hmm. i mean we've talked about our our entire main street of our town is less than a mile yeah, well, here's an indication. Um, our little guy goes to the local public school here, and um, it's so little that this particular officer was so involved in the community that last week he pulled his, his car right up next to the kindergartner fence and was working on some paperwork, and all the kids, you know, just came right to the fence to talk to him. And he rolled down his window, chatted with the kids, chatted with the kindergarten teacher, Um yeah, it's a smaller, it's awful smaller than community. Mayberry type yeah. town. This would be like if yeah. Sheriff Andy Taylor was correct was killed. So, yeah, kind of a heavy thing, and I don't mean to be dwelling on the heavy, but um, it just shows you again we live in a broken world, mm-hmm. you know. And on the you know a year away from Paris, you know where that was terrorism, and that this is just gangbangy yeah. California that we live nearby. I mean, yeah. less than a mile away from our house. Um, it just reminds us again that. We live in a broken world, and the only hope we have is not in presidential elections. Oh, it's not in government. It's yeah. in Christ, and that's the business we need to be in, giving people hope in Jesus. So sorry to start on heavy, but uh, that's what's going on around here. Now, the other thing that's going on around here is college. We're talking colleges today with uh, Gene Burke or how to afford it. And we spent the day yesterday back at our alma mater. We went back to the University of the Pacific with our oldest daughter, Abigail. To go check it out. Now, this is not a Christian school. It's a school that both Kendra and I went to, and we met each other, fell in love. So, a um, lot to say about that school, a lot of good memories <laughs> when we were going there. We are, we are very proud of our alma mater for yeah. a lot of reasons. Yeah. It's a beautiful school. It's um, got some great programs and some unique, also small community yeah. about it. Um, and so, she's very drawn to the sciences there. I'm going to use the, the fight song as our intro to this uh, podcast again because <laughs> I like it so much. Oh, Every time okay. I hear it, it gets me going. But yeah, she is. But again, it's a very um, humanistic, uh, like all worldly, worldly university. And right? so I was in there with her and I was talking to her a little bit about, you know, what to expect if this is the school that she ends up choosing. And we're not saying no. We're, I mean, if anything, the reason she wouldn't go here is financially, yeah. not, not necessarily what she would learn there. But we were talking about a class that has developed since we were there called Freshman Seminar, where they, for the first uh, year, what it's a two-semester class, I don't know if they purposefully, but I really seems like they deconstruct your faith, your philosophy, your belief systems, mm-hmm. um, and maybe not deconstruct, but really challenge it. They do. I think they want you to come in and sort of be very open to 
learning new things in life, which is not a bad thing. I think there's a lot of good in that, but I, uh, there's a definite liberal slant to that. Yeah, and I know as you know, a lot of neo-evangelical conservative Christians um, who – I don't know what you'd call them, just this, this very um, in-name-only kind of Christians mm-hmm. uh, loved to slam this, this particular class because they just thought it was uh, you know, pro-homosexual, pro-liberalism, um, just every – aspect of it that they that is um neo-evangelical christians would stand up against it they were pushing against it i look at that and say this is a chance for um a kid who's been raised in a christian home to really rivet what it is they believe and if you've adequately prepared for a class like that your kid's going to come out shining probably understanding their faith more than they did going in Mm -hmm. and there's been plenty of stories i mean even in my own life where teachers or professors tried to deconstruct my faith and it just solidified me it's like well i really don't believe what you're teaching so you know if you're adequately preparing your children for the future you're preparing them to go anywhere and to take the gospel of jesus christ into any situation and so enough said there let's head into this interview Um, we're interviewing gene burke to talk about how can we afford college with us today, Jean Burke from collegeprepgenius.com. And Jean, um, I'm super excited to have you here because we personally have used your College Prep Genius uh, course for our one of our sons who was taking the SAT. So we're excited to talk to you about affording college. Thanks for being with us. Hey, y'all. Thanks for ha- having me. So Jean, I want to jump in here. You just said y'all. So why don't you let our listeners know um, where in the world are we talking to you this morning? Because we're we're in the studio, and through the power of Skype, we are talking to you. So where are you? I am actually in Texas, which is where I'm from. I, I have literally been traveling nonstop for months. I think we started the homeschool conference circuit back in February, ended kind of around August. And then early August, I started on the road just teaching my program. Pretty much uh, haven't been home for more than a couple days uh, this whole year. And so I'm home now. I'm excited. And, you know, it's taken me, you know, from Hawaii to Maine to California to Alaska uh, to India. You know, I've I've been everywhere. So it's good to be here in Texas. Now, for those of our listeners, many of you, many of our our listeners know who you are um, through your company. But why don't you tell those that are brand new to you just what it is you do? Well, what I do is, uh, you know, I teach kids, families in general, um, how to get free college. And, the, you know, of course, the main way to get free college is through your test scores. And I think a lot of people don't know that 85% of colleges will admit and give scholarship money simply on a test score. And this is because this is how they get their rankings nationally. So when you have a high test score, of course, you know, you ultimately make them look good. And so they're willing to roll out the red carpet for you and pretty much give you anything you want. Uh, in, in my case, what happened was we literally um, had no money for college. And, you know, as you know, homeschooling families tend to be one income. And so this was about 15 years ago. My son, Josh, was in ninth grade. And uh, we really wanted our kids to go to school. Uh, yet my husband was a postman. And we didn't really have any extra money, and we never saved any. And my friend one day mentioned to me, she said, did, did you know that you could get free college? 
based on a test score, like an SAT or a PSAT. And I, I had never heard that before. So my little wheels in my head kind of started spinning. And I, I started thinking, huh, maybe this is a way we can get some college money. Uh, so with Josh, we we started kind of going through the test. We, you know, bought a bunch of books at the store. It was very, very helter-skelter. You know, some things worked, some things didn't work. But long story short, he became a National Merit Scholar, and we ended up throwing away seven trash bags full of college offers. And this was, you know, anywhere from full ride, free tuition, room and board, grad school money, uh, you know, even money to study abroad. Um, my mailbox every day filled up, and my mailman was really pretty upset with me for about a year because, you know, it was just stuffed. <laughs> and <laughs> Wait, was your so, mailman your husband? I'm just asking. No. <laughs> okay. Cause I was no, sure. no, because he wouldn't have been upset except for the, <laughs> the pile of the pile of letters and stuff that my son got. He just piled them up in a corner in his room. It was just kind of funny. Um, but that, that went on for about a year. And then um, my daughter ended up getting amazing scholarships and free college. And, you know, after that happened, my friends wanted to know what we did. And then I ultimately wrote a book, um, and then I created a class, which I started in my home, about three kids, three homeschooling friends that I knew, kind of sort of showed them what I learned. Um, and then that grew in my living room from three kids to where I was maxing out my living room kitchen area. Uh, then I started going to schools and teaching. Then I people from other cities would call me and say, hey, would you come to my city? I thought, okay, you know, and then I people from other states would say, hey, would you come to my state? And I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden I started getting calls from China. Hey, would you come over here and teach? I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> so it's kind of taken off. You know, I've taught not only all across the United States, but also mainland China, uh, Hong Kong, Thailand, and then I just recently got back from India. So, wow, uh, it's great. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's been a huge, huge blessing um, to see lives changed like ours. Um, it's just, it's just been amazing. Well, I mean, homeschool and real life listeners, um, we do not have a shabby guest on when it comes to this topic. <laughs> but you're also the real deal because you're also a homeschool mom. Can you tell us just quickly about your family? Well, I, my husband and I have been married for 33 years and um, got married when we were five. So that's why, you know, I'm, I look really young. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, child bride. And uh, my kids, uh, my son, uh, Josh, is now, he just... Uh, graduated law school in May, and he actually has the privilege of being a clerk for a the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeal, so he's working in Arkansas for a year as a clerk. Um, uh, you know, one of the cool things that uh, we'll talk about is we talk about test prep, but once you learn, you know, how to take a test like an SAT or PSAT, that information can work on so many other tests, because my son earned a lot of free rides to law school. My daughter ended up earning free rides to grad school. Um, but so he's excited about starting uh, out as a lawyer. Uh, my daughter um, finished grad, went through college and grad school, and she actually works for the FBI. Oh, so no getting. I've got law. Wow. Yeah, I've got law and order on my side here. So. <laughs> Boy, that's the we should use that theme music at this Ooh, point. Um, right. Hey, you know, um, I, I do want to ask uh, one quick question before we get started. We'll keep this one brief, but you know, Jean, what is your take on college just to begin with? You know, as far as homeschoolers well, going to college. Sure. Well, college, like everything else, is not for everybody. I mean, that's... But, you know, as, as a speaker, I, I get asked a lot of questions from parents who, you know, they're just starting to tread these kind of waters 
into high school and even thinking about college and they want to know, you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm concerned about college. You know, my kids have been homeschooled. There's so much junk out there. You know, I, I really don't want to, them to go to school and kind of everything I've taught them to be undone. And, and even there are companies or people who, who really kind of operate on fear of don't, you know, don't send your kids to college, you know, because they're going to fall into all kinds of wickedness and traps. Well, you know, um, I'm blessed, you know, that my kids really uh, got up, got in with a lot of like-minded friends. Um, they, you know, you can't go to college on your parents' faith. You know, you have to go on your own faith and, and, and your own testimonial. And so uh, I think that kids, it's, it's, a, it's a heart issue. And I think that if kids are going to get into trouble in college, they're going to get in trouble at home or at a part-time job or at junior college. So I don't think that's the issue, you know, because there are, you know, you, you're ultimately going to have to stand on your own. Now, maybe some kids aren't quite ready to go right, at, right out of high school. Maybe they need a year or two or a gap year. Uh, maybe they, they do need to go to junior college for a couple of years. Um, but I think if, if that is your fear of keeping your kids from college, then that's something you probably need to rethink. Now, certainly you know your own kids better than anybody else, um, but don't, don't let people put fear in your heart. For my kids, college was an amazing experience. It's sort of one of those um, times where you have a safety net. You've got kind of one foot at home and you got one foot out in the world and and you can always come home if you have to if things starting to fall apart you can come home you know you sort of enter as kids and you come out as adults uh, and I think also it teaches you about real life you know when you're at college mom is not there to wake you up and tell you okay you need to get and get your school work done or you've got a report due on this day or yeah, research yeah. paper and so when you go out into the real world into a job you know this has kind of helped you to kind of get scheduled and organized and I think it makes a huge difference and I think it can be a blessing um, if you realize you know it's right for your child and take the steps I think um, I think your kids will thank you for it yeah, I know we've uh, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I think a lot of homeschool parents. This is again something I just want to dig into, and that's they're living in fear. They're the fear of this, or maybe they had a bad college experience, and that's where things went wild. But you know, we are calling people to kind of live in the freedom of the gospel and know that God's a big God to take care of your kids, mm-hmm. whether you're going to leave them tucked into beds at home <laughs> or you're going to let them. Uh, go away to university. So yeah, thanks for just touching on that. So Jean, if people don't have a plan, if, you know, parents get to that year and think, oh no, we really didn't plan for this. How are people affording to do college? Well, you know, a lot of people aren't affording to do college right now. I think uh, there's a lot of um, information out there that people don't know. And, you know, we're in a situation in America where we're, we're in a $1.2 trillion college loan debt. And it takes the average student about 20 years to pay off college loans, you know, somewhere around $100,000 in debt on an average. And and I think, you know, they can't even afford a mortgage anymore. So I think people are, you know, looking for other venues or maybe they are taking on loans, um, which can, can be really devastating. And so I think a lot of people, that is the number of reason why a lot of people won't go to college or choose not to or maybe try to do some, you know, other venue. And, you know, you can pretty much double your income by just getting that piece of paper. Uh, and certainly, 
hopefully go, even go on to you know post-grad school. So I think people really don't know. Nobody's given them the information. You know, I not only teach homeschoolers, but I teach public schools and private school kids and families, you know, how to get free college. And so I think it's just getting the word out. That's really the big thing. And that's what I love doing. You know, when I'm at these conferences and families will come up to me and say, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I heard you speak three years ago because, you know, uh, this was not on my radar. I never thought about this. But now, you know, we have a full right to just about anywhere um, of course, then on the flip side, I hear people who come up to me and say, oh, you know, I wish I would have heard you three years ago because now we're really, you know, we're really stressing. So mm-hmm. it all, all is not lost. You know, I, I've seen I've seen students, you know, raise their SAT scores 300 points in a week. You know, so wow. I, I, you know, I've, I've, I've taught kids who are autistic that were told they would never go to college and they became national merit scholars and got, you know, got free rides. So. Don't despair. All right. Well, let's let's jump into this because you're you're going down a path we want to go down, and that's we have plenty of listeners to homeschooling in real life, and you know you're out there, and you've told us we're not even homeschooling yet. We're listening to Fletch and Kendra because we're getting ready to homeschool. So, you people, you are way ahead of the ball. But maybe let's talk to that that homeschool family who's just has have kids going into high school, or they're freshman or sophomore. Let's talk about them first. What is it that we should be doing as we enter high school to prepare for college? Well, there's a lot of things. And, you know, I speak about, you know, the college search and all that. And, uh, you know, there's some great sites to kind of narrow down not only schools but also even um, – Majors and and those are my books. I don't have them right in front of me, but there's some great and they're free resources online, uh, just to kind of get you started. You know, I think number one, you definitely need to set up a separate email account uh, that you're going to use to apply for colleges or scholarships, uh, just because you don't want to come into your regular email and just kind of bogging it down. Plus, you you know you don't want it to get lost either. Um, I think for ninth and tenth graders, um, you've got time on your side. I'm a big believer in not scrambling at the last minute because it's just so stressful. Um, but one of the things that's so important is to realize that there are a lot more than just three things to think about when it comes to college. You know, people think of the big three, the cost, the size of the school, and the location. And there's really about 50 things, actually, to think about. Um, so don't let cost, first of all, be your hindrance. By the way, the, most, the more expensive schools give out more money. So that kind of, you know, sort of, it's a backwards thinking, but, you know, first of all, realize that. Um, And then I think that because, you know, I've been teaching test prep for so long that, um, you know, it's it's the, basically it's the golden ticket to free college. And, you know, I didn't make up that rule, they did. And so you really need to incorporate test prep into your daily school. It's something that we as homeschoolers can use as an elective. You know, we also teach at many public and private schools as well. But it's something that 15, 20 minutes a day, uh, something that would save so much frustration down the road when you start early. You know, you're you're basically making it second nature to your child as they get older. You know, I teach a lot of sixth and seventh graders uh, who, you know, ace the test uh, because at that point, you know, they don't have really a lot of obligations and, and <laughs> responsibilities. <laughs> you know, you, you think about it, your average junior uh, by the way, that's what the guidance counselors tell the kids at schools is wait till the end of your junior year to start thinking about test prep because then you'll have all the math and that you need. Well, that's obviously all false, and I'll talk about that, why that's wrong. Um, but, but he or she has school, homework, part-time job. They play sports. They have friends. I mean, piano, guitar. I mean, they're already so maxed out. 
And those are the students who, when they start thinking about test prep, you know, at the end of their junior year, you know, they, they'll go in and take maybe a May or June SAT and they'll get a terrible score. And so then they're going to spend all summer practicing, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. Uh, no. Along no. with church camp and everything it, else. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No, what they'll do is they'll wait back to the next school year, which now they're a senior um, and the first SAT comes up in October. And so they're scrambling with everything else and, and they're not going to go in there and really change their score at all. So those are the ones who might barely get into college and then they're strapped with 20 years of college loans. And it's an endless cycle that I've seen. So um, I, I love the fact that if you treat test prep as a skill, like golf, like piano, something that you can incorporate, it, it will go a long way, not just on your SATs or, or your PSATs or your ACTs, but literally, um, you know, you're going to be testing the rest of your life you know, at, at college, at, at your job. So when I was in St. Louis this year at the expo, the director uh, came in. I was in the middle of speaking, and she just kind of stopped the whole speech. And uh, she said, hey, uh, a lady in the hallway stopped me. She said um, she wanted to get a job at Hobby Lobby, and uh, she failed the test three times. So she said that they had our program, and they used it, and she finally passed it. Who knew my program would work on Hobby Lobby? So uh, I've, I've... I've heard, it, I've heard it worked on military tests, FBI tests, so forth. So pretty exciting to just learn test prep. Well, and I think that's an important thing that you said a little bit earlier that some homeschoolers scoff at because I've heard this over and over again. Well, we don't test. That's not real education. So we don't do any standardized testing. We don't do And I always say that's – I understand that. You're right. An education is not about testing. But in reality – we are there are standardized tests that have to be taken um, in the in the rest of our lives, so we do need to prepare our kids for that reality. Oh no, you're totally right because the 4.0 at one high school is not the same 4.0 at another high school. Every school calculates their scores differently, so the only fair way a college can compare all students equally is a test like an SAT because it levels the playing field. Right, and you know for. For us as homeschoolers, we should be thankful for a standardized test because you know what? When they look at our transcript, they don't have any idea whether we made that stuff up or not. Um, so, it, it, you know, it's putting us on the uh, same yardstick as everybody else because, you know, everybody looks the same on paper. And right. the SAT is, is basically the only numerical component uh, that is common to all applicants. All right, ladies, you have um, been talking about this together, and I'm thinking there are some people out there that are freaking out because they didn't do this their freshman and sophomore year, and they're feeling a, bi- a fire burning underneath them right now saying, I'm in our senior year, what do we do? So let's take a quick break, and when we come back, let's talk about what do we do when we're in our junior and senior years, and we've done no prep, and now we're in trouble, and uh, how will... Gene Burke come in and help save the day. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is Felice Gerwitz with Vintage Homeschool Moms. After listening to Fletch and Kendra, you're invited to Vintage Homeschool Moms, where I discuss everything from academics to marriage to planning and making life easier for hectic homeschool families. You can find Vintage Homeschool Moms on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network or by searching for us on iTunes. 
All right, we are sitting down with Gene Burke, and we are talking about prepping for college, paying for college, and affording college. And before the break, we were mentioning just how much we can do to get ready with very young kids all the way up until their freshman and sophomore years. And uh, I was saying, what about those parents who have just blown it, or they feel like they've blown it, and they feel despair right now? What do we do when we're in our junior and senior year with our kids, and we're looking at college and costs? What do we do in that in that case, Gene? Well, first of all, you know, you can go to the college's website, and most colleges will list the uh, test score that you need to get into the college, and then certainly they'll list uh, the scores that you need for scholarships. You know, they kind of give you sort of a tier. Uh, you know, here's what we need for you to get in, and then this is you get a certain score, and this will give you a partial scholarship, and this score here will give you a half scholarship, all the way up to a full ride. So always peruse the individual college's website to find out, because there's no one size fits, fits all. Now, once you have, you know, kind of figured out sort of a score that you need, uh, not only to get in the college, but get, to get some money, then I think it's really important that you know your baseline. If you don't know your baseline, you're not going to know where to improve. You can actually download a free test uh, from the College Board website, collegeboard.org, and uh, have your child take it. It doesn't cost you anything. No, nobody sees the scores. It's completely free. And then have them uh, – it, it'll score it for you. You, know, you just scan it, and within seconds, you'll have your score. Uh, so that will give you a good uh, starting point. Now, at that point, let's say the school you want to go to, uh, you're 300 points below just to get into school. So, okay, now you need to figure out what I need to do. I need to make a game plan um, to get to that uh, point and even higher to get scholarship money. Um, so the great thing is these are learnable tests. The reason why most students do terrible on an SAT or a PSAT or even an ACT, and that is because these are logic tests. And the questions are purposely misleading, and the wrong answers look very desirable. Mm. And so it's really easy to fall for the trick answers. I mean, most students do that. Most smart kids bomb the SAT. I, I've had many valedictorians, many top 10% of the school uh, in my classroom for years, um, and these are smart kids. Um, so really, it's knowing that you can, you can ace this test. It's really a matter to rethink how you look at the questions how you, you, you learn the recurring patterns that are on the standardized test. And, and then once you learn that, you can answer every question in 30 seconds or less. All right. Man, you know, we are just getting <laughs> gobs great, of great it? information. Yeah. Uh, if I'm just like reviewing for our listeners, if no one jumps in the middle of a podcast anymore, it's not like a radio show where people turn on the dial and they go, what did I miss? What did I miss? But I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm listening to start early, you know, when your kids are young, um, get a baseline through a free test, um, practice, practice, practice. And at the end of the day, um, go onto the website, collegeprepgenius.com and get some professional help, um, from someone who can really guide and direct you, uh, in gene. I mean, this has just been great information. Yeah. And I'm going to jump in and say that a lot of times, you know, homeschoolers, well, not a lot of times, I think gene, you'll attest to this. Homeschoolers are cheap. We just are a cheap group of people. But you guys, here's the thing about this. I, College Prep Genius is really priced very reasonably. And um, I would say if you're going to skimp, skimp somewhere else, but 
but go for this program um, for preparing your kids. And I'm not trying to, to be an ad. We've actually used College Prep Genius, and, and I've actually spoken with your son, Josh. I don't, I didn't tell you that earlier, Gene, but oh, um, no. he, was, he was at our local convention uh, years back when I was, you know, needing help with SAT prep, and, and he was great. Talked to him about um, his experience and how you designed the program and whatnot, and I was sold right then and there. Um, but I think your price point is fantastic. I think it's worth every single penny to get these kids, um, just to give them those tools, like we've said, you know, and not just AC or not just the SAT, but lifelong test taking tools. Well, and you know, what's interesting is, you know, I get a lot of uh, flack for being, for lack of a better word, cheap. Um, you know, there are programs that are hundreds, even thousands of dollars out there. And what, what happens is they teach the wrong stuff. You know, they teach your child a lot of vocabulary words, a lot of math concepts. And, you know, basically they're reteaching high school over and over again. And, you know, you can't study for the SAT. It is not a content test. It's a logic test. And you have to study the, the questions and how they're written and how the answers are written. And, you know, I, I've, I've had kids in my class that have spent $10,000 on private tutoring Whoa. and their score and their scores went down. Oh gosh. And that's very typical. I, unfortunately I hear that all the time. I think a lot of times people will think, well, if I get a pricey program, it's, 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 no, it's because they know what they're talking about. And that's not true at all. I mean, you know, when you're looking into test prep programs, you know, not only do you need to find out if they're a reputable comp- company and if their testimonies are reliable, but is it effective? Is it affordable? Is it something other that's going to save you a lot of time and money and frustration? Is it going to teach you the right stuff? And I think, you know, I, you know, I certainly could charge even a lot more. I mean, we've, been featured on many, many television shows, ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS, TXA 21, CW33, Ion, WE, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm a Fox News contributor. And, and so I, I could charge a lot more if I wanted to, um, but I've chosen not to on purpose because I know that um, we as a homeschooling family didn't have any money for college. And um, certainly most people are in the same boat. You know, if you spend $100 in a program, uh, and it doesn't work, you're, you know, you're out a hundred dollars. If you yeah. spend $5,000 on a program and it doesn't work, $5,000 is going to pretty much set most families back. Exactly. And, right. You know, and that's, and that's something to totally consider. And so I'm, I'm a big believer in understanding that it don't look at the price and think, well, it must not work. Not, not at all. I mean, I've got 13 years of testimonials. You can go to, you know, my YouTube channel of college prep genius and, and watch many, many families who have raised their scores, you know, uh, as much as five, six hundred onto Ivy Leagues for free or become National Merit Scholars. So um, definitely, you know, if, if you spend a hundred dollars and you get a uh, hundred thousand dollar scholarship, you've just got up how many hundred, you know, a thousand times your money. You you, you can't even get that money on uh, in Vegas, you know, no. return <laughs> money. So. Well, Jean, I cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your very busy schedule to. Uh, find this time to get on Skype with us. I feel like our listeners were just given a jewel of mm-hmm. information. I mean, they didn't have to go to a convention. They didn't have to go track you down. They just plugged in their iPod and listened to it right here. Now, here's the thing, folks. You can listen to Jean on her own podcast. She is part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network that we belong to, uh, the College Prep Genius Podcast. You can find it right over there at ultimateradioshow.com. You can go to her website, collegeprepgenius.com. Now, um, we are working with Jean on a little giveaway, and if you continue listening to our show, we'll have all the details 
um, for you to uh, take part in that with us. And then lastly, I don't want this conversation to end. And I just, um, on one of our breaks, I talked Gene into sticking around. And we're going to talk about the difference and the importance of the SAT versus the ACT. So if you're wondering which test your kids should take, or should they take both, or or what? Um, we're going to ask you to head on over to our website for the bonus content. You have to become a, a member of our tribe to listen Which to is that. Free. It's free and it's yeah. awesome. I mean, when you become a, a hurler, I mean, whew, that's you get to see behind the scenes stuff that most people don't get to see. And we're going to answer that question with her. So, Jean, thank you so much for being on our show today, and uh, we would look forward to having you on many times if you'd come back. Well, thank you for having me. I I would love it, and I, it's been a pleasure and. Gosh, you guys are busy too, so I thank you for taking your time out to include me. All right, so I was shocked by that interview. I just want to let you know, we, I went into that thinking, oh, we're just talking about affording college. I was not expecting just such a great interview with Jean. That was awesome. Uh, Jean has a package that she's put together for our listeners, right, Kendra? She has. If you get over to homeschoolingirl.com and look up this episode, it's not hard to do. Just click the episodes tab at the top and find the most recent episode. Or the homepage will also have a link to the most recent episode. And you can click to enter the College Prep Genius Giveaway. Um, it's fantastic. You can receive an upgrade if you want to you know, buy that ACT or SAT prep program, um, but you can also enter to win a session with her counseling you through the steps for your own unique situation in your child. Killer people, this is a great awesome. giveaway. We don't Our, our uh, speakers don't always have a giveaway for us, but this is a killer one. You need to do this. So again, if you didn't hear what Kendra said, it's homeschoolingirl.com. Go to the latest episode, which for this one, it's episode 126. Find the episode called Affording College and enter to win. This is the slam dunk. You just need to go do it. If I mean, maybe if your kids are going into preschool, this isn't the best thing. But, you know, even Jean said, you're going to start earlier than you think. Yes, this so. lit a fire for us under, uh, for our sophomore um, right now, our current sophomore. Yeah. And even for our eighth grader, beginning to think in that direction. So this contest, this giveaway ends on November 30th, 2016. Yep, so get over there and get it done. Now, here is what is coming up at Homeschooling in Real Life. We have two great shows coming down the pike. The first one is The Desperate Need to Get It Right. That's next week's show. Yes, and we're being joined by three women from the Seven Sisters Homeschool website. Uh, and who podcast, are gonna, right? Yeah, and podcast, podcast, correct. And they're going to talk through this with us. They are all seasoned veteran homeschool moms who have desperately felt they needed to get it right over the years. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, so and obviously that what we're talking about is the negative aspect of that. Yeah, right. You know, that you're just uh, stymied in the... Um, you know, you can't move forward or you just uh, just undoes a lot of moms. Yeah. So uh, the desperate need to get it right. Then we have Marty Machowski coming on. Yes. And uh, he has written some of our favorite devotions. So we have an episode called Family Devotions with Marty Machowski. And it was a great interview with him as well. So yeah. two huge shows coming up. Um, I just cannot wait to, to publish those for you. In the meantime... Um, we talked about it at the start of the show, but head on over to iTunes for us. Leave us a review. It's where we hear from you uh, to know that what we're doing is hitting on ears that care um, or tell us what we need to do better. Um, and as we, we get ready for uh, these next two episodes, we just want to hear from you. Are there other episodes you want to talk about? So uh, head on over to iTunes. There's a uh, If you just push the screen on your listening device or go to our show notes, we have made it so easy for you to go to iTunes to leave us a review. Again, this is just telling us 
hey guys, you're going in the right direction, you're going in the wrong direction, or here's a direction we'd love you to go in. So go on over and do that for us. Um, of course, go to carolinescoffee.com, use our code HIRL for 10% off, and show our sponsors that it matters. Because yes. uh, when they get word from you and they, when they have coffee or things purchased through that site, um, they will sponsor us more. And then lastly, don't forget, head on over to patreon.com if you want to become a personal patron of this podcast and website. We would love for you to partner with us financially. Kendra, do you have any final words before we go? How about the gospel? On We started on a heavy note mm-hmm. on Paris and on our local deputy. Do you have any gospel words for these people? I do because, look, you guys, our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only trust in Jesus' name. Wow, that was good. It was perfectly rhymed. It's almost like you got that somewhere. You're awesome. Hey, we will talk to you next week. Hi, this is Jean Burke. You have been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Everything on the show was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. Awesome people. And you can find out more about the show at Homeschooling IRL.com or by searching for them wherever you download your podcast.